following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. guys happy friday happy new year welcome back to another episode of fantasy beasts and where to find them uh a little bit of a different format today obviously we are now in championship week we've got some stuff to talk about there is no thursday night to, to cover as all games are saturday or sunday this week uh saturday sunday monday i don't believe there actually there's a saturday game this week however we do have some news to start at the top of the show off here uh, we are going to make this official for now, uh, unless given different circumstances and given draft season, Gary Holt will no longer be joining us as a normal everyday member of the show. Uh, he is going to take a reduction of role. He may be back come the start of the 2022 draft. We'll be able to do some tape study and still have him on for insight with that. However, it looks like he will not be rejoining the show as a normal everyday member of the twice a week podcast. Um, that being said, any news or update on who will be replacing Gary will be given in the next couple of weeks here as we gear up uh, the end of the fantasy season, start of the off-season discussion here. Uh, we thank him for everything he's done for us for the uh, just about full year. We were almost on our full one-year anniversary here, uh, and hopefully we can work with him in the future given, given he's willing and healthy and ready to come back and give us some help here. But as I say, the show must go on and really must go on in championship weekend. So guys, we're going to jump into some discussion. The, uh, the playoffs, the, the, the players, the, the matchups we really like, we're, we're going to avoid the bad matchups this week, guys. If you're in the championship, you've probably already got a star on a team. Yes, obviously COVID's been a thing uh, today alone, quite a bit of, of uh of concern we've got quite a bit of update quite a bit of players that we're going to be without i mean to touch base here covid testing off of today alone carolina's without jc horn obviously he's still on the injured reserve um Bengals lose cornerback trey waynes dallas is without linebacker keanu neal uh, Denver losing Jerry Judy and Bradley Chubb to the COVID list. Houston's going to lose Kevin Pierre-Lewis, linebacker. Indy's going to be without Luke Rhodes. Jacksonville loses Shaq Griffin. The Chargers are going to be without Jared Cook this week. Minnesota without Kirk Cousins. That's a big one. That could that could uh, prove otherwise for Justin Jefferson this week. Uh, Pittsburgh losing some parts defensively here. Tampa Bay losing its punter. Antonio Gibson, Washington running back, he's also on the COVID list. He will miss this game on Sunday. Uh, so we've seen quite a bit transpire in the last almost 12 hours here COVID-wise. But, guys, we will get into the matchups we like, the matchups we want to target in on, the matchups we really want to exploit, shall we say. 
this upcoming week. Uh, Quarterback-wise, obviously, if you have Jalen Hurts, he's your fifth-ranked quarterback. You're going to play him. He's got a hell of a matchup against Washington, who's already missing a starting running back. Matt Stafford, yes, I know he's scary. We don't like that name. We're coming off of a terrible performance against a weak Minnesota team. However, he has Baltimore, who's 31st in the league, and Baltimore's not going to have Lamar Jackson again. Matthew Stafford should be a full green light, a guy you really like here. Josh Allen, another guy, if you have him in your leagues, obviously you're going to want to start him. He is quarterback number one of the year. He's the Falcons, their 30th. Josh knows, and you got to figure it's something that the, the Bills coaching staff knows they're going into this game. To beat the Falcons, you got to beat them by more than one score. The Falcons have been damn near unbeatable this year when it's within one score. They're 7-2 and two in less than seven-point games. Um, that being said... You got to think Buffalo's already ahead of the ahead of the groove here. They're going to really show up. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, a matchup we don't necessarily want to talk about either. Uh, but Rodgers is facing that Minnesota team. Is it a trap game? Probably not. Uh, you got to chalk up last week with with uh, Matt Stafford to more of fluke than trap. As when Aaron Rodgers faced the, the Vikings back in Week 11, he went for 385, four touchdowns, his highest fantasy production of the year. Uh, obviously if you're against him, you're hoping otherwise, but he's worth it guys. Uh, your 28th ranked, the Chicago bears have been 28th against quarterbacks. However, they're expected to see Mike Glennon or, and, or Jake Fromm this week. I don't think you have to worry about the giants matchup. And I don't think you have to worry about Chicago bears defense being at risk. Uh, Joe Burrow coming in. He's got the chiefs. They, are 27th against the pass. Joe Burrow coming off of his highest game of the year. 40.1 points. Might be the highest quarterback game of the year as well. 525 yards, four touchdowns. Joe Burrow's a guy that you kind of hope you had to finish the season off. Tom Brady, another guy here. An intriguing matchup. Intriguing in for sure. The Jets uh, are 26th in the league. However, Brady is missing targets still. They don't have Godwin. They're not, they're not going to have Fournette. Um, you've had two less than stellar weeks for Gronk back-to-back. And you've got still banged up Mike Evans. It's not saying that Tampa's not going to be good. It's not saying that they're not going to win. But you got to really pay attention here to how they're going to do it. Because Brady, last week, albeit he had a decent game, for, but it was only 14 points. Wasn't what it was two weeks ago with four points, but 14.1 points. His lowest two-game stretch of the season. Hopefully, for Brady owners, it's not three. And uh, the last one we'll really touch on because I'm not going to touch about or touch on Houston here. The the New York Jets, Zach Wilson finally had himself a game. It's a player that I liked on tape. Obviously, he did a lot of it on the ground, but he had 23 points last week, and he gets a Tampa Bay defense that's 24th in, or 25th in the league against quarterback. Uh, keep it in mind. Keep an eye on it. It's definitely worth monitoring. It's somebody that if you're more or less in daily fantasy, you're probably going to exploit. But I don't really think I am in love with that as a normal factor. We'll go to running backs, though, guys. Um, Ronald Jones could be stellar this week. However, obviously, as we saw last week, yes, Jones had 16 points. But they also gave the ball to Kayvon, or Keyshawn Vaughn, who had equally 13 points. So they're breaking down the running game that would be normally for Fournette, giving it to two separate players. You got to see how and when they're going to continue to carry on with that. It could be an ugly, ugly situation in the uh, aspect that we're dealing with uh, Jones or Vaughn, who shifts it. On the other hand, the the second best, I'm not sure if you're still in the playoffs if you've got him, 
DeAndre Swift, uh, he's been tough. He's been out for four straight. It's looking like they're going to get him back this week, and he's against the 31st-ranked Seattle running defense. I love me some DeAndre Swift. He carried me early in the season. He was red hot when he was healthy. Coming off, obviously, a shoulder that, that did ding him up. They dislocated that. And Craig Reynolds and Jamal Williams have done well in his absence. I think if he comes back, he's worth your play. DeAndre Swift has been scary and tough to stop. Uh, your 30th-ranked run defense against the Raiders hit Jonathan Taylor as if he hasn't been red hot already. Jonathan Taylor's coming in to steamroll again. You're going to want to fire him up, guys. Uh, 29th, though, the San Fran 49ers get the Houston Texans here. Houston's 29th in the league. Elijah Mitchell, if he's healthy and he's ready to go, you're going to want to fire it up. Hasn't played since week 13, but those two games, 12 and 13, 29.8 and 17.4 points. Eli Mitchell's been great when when active, when healthy. Um, no sense in saying to sit him, but that's if he doesn't get sat by his own team first. The Denver team. You've got the Broncos here. Broncos are dealing with uh, Javante William. He's the 15th ranked fantasy running back. Melvin Gordon's 20th. And they've got the Chargers, who are 28th in the league against the run. Both these guys should be fired up. I know they both did have a stinker of a game last week, but I don't know if that's as much on them as it is Denver's coaching staff has not done much to help them. Rashad Penny's turning a corner here. Something I don't like to hear is I've traded him. Uh, the Rams game was tough. Chicago game last week, he, he went off. And that was a game I did not expect, given Chicago was very, very tough uh, against Delvin Cook two weeks ago. We've got two 20-plus point games in the last three weeks, and he's got the Lions, who've been really bad. They're going to put the ball back in Rashad Penny's hand. If you've got him, you probably want to find a way to get him in your lineup. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, both of these guys dealing with a matchup against the Steelers, who are also missing big players. I don't care which one you want to fire up. Chubb and Hunt both should have a good game, as long as Hunt is healthy, that is. Uh, Hunt has missed two straight since uh, the week 14 game against Baltimore. Hasn't really produced since coming back from the injury. Uh, Monitor that, but I do like Nick Chubb for sure here. The Chicago Bears, David Montgomery. He's been red hot. He came back from that injury. It took him a second. He came back early against uh, Pittsburgh on Monday night. Had the bye week. Only put up seven against Baltimore, but he has gone up every week. Been over 10 points since week 12. He gets a bad Giants team this week. David Montgomery should be a fantasy lifesaver for you at this point. We want to start him. We want to play him. We want to see production. You're going to get it. The Bills here. The Bills have the 24th ranked run defense of Atlanta. Devin Singletary might actually be worth value. We've seen him as of late really start to take the job from Zach Moss. Singletary here, 14, 16, 18 points the last three weeks, really. Uh, Starting with that Tampa game, he's getting some confidence. We're looking to see it continue. There's no reason to think it wouldn't against the Falcons. They're going to pass to open up the run. They're going to keep burying. And Washington here. Jarrett Patterson, an interesting player. Someone we really have to keep an eye on. He's going to be the new starting running back there. Uh, they don't have a running back. They they don't have Gibson. They don't have J.D. McKissick. So 
Jared Patterson is going to be your answer in Washington. Uh, we're going to we're going to jump off running backs here now. We're going to jump back over to tight ends. Tight ends have been has been weird all year long, guys. It's not something that's been an obvious answer. It's not something that's even been like a normal answer. But what we've got here, Washington's your your best option tight end this week. The Eagles have been the worst team in the league against tight end. I don't think I want anything to do with that. That means John Bates and or Ricky Seals-Jones is your top guy right now. Uh, Denver, no font. It should be a player you want to look into. Font was such a high-value draft pick a couple years ago. He started the year off very well. He has not been as consistent. A lot of that comes down to the bad play of quarterback in Denver. I'm giving him a chance here against the Chargers again, though. uh, The first meeting with the Chargers, he only had four points. So I think this is his redeemer game. I I think we're going to get Noah Font back. The Las Vegas Raiders. Darren Waller's out. Foster Moreau is your guy here, guys. Foster Moreau has been over 10 points the last two games. If you are in need of a flex start and a pinch start late, Foster Moreau's worth it for you. Uh, I don't like anything necessarily out of Indy. I can't figure out who they're ever going to throw to between Mo Ali Cox, Kylan Granson, or Jack Doyle. The Rams. We do have Tyler Higby back here. He's got the Ravens. They've been very bad, and they're also dinged up. Higby missed two games. Uh, I think you've got 10-plus points coming from Tyler Higby, though, if, if for some reason he's available. He's only owned in 68% of ESPN leagues. But Higby, worth a flyer in the playoffs. Travis Kelsey, obviously worth your play. He's your second tight end. Yes, he had two bad weeks. I didn't think he'd be great against the Chargers, but uh, he came out with the highest performance he's had, 43 points all season. Uh, didn't play against Pittsburgh with COVID. He is coming back to be able to see the Bengals, who are 26th in the league. Uh, we love that for Travis Kelsey owners. We love that, for, or we hate that for people who are playing against Travis Kelsey owners. But definitely keep an eye out on your Travis Kelsey here. Rob Gronkowski, another matchup. The Jets here are 25th in the league against the tight end. Gronkowski, over the last three weeks, has been below 12 points. Uh, it's not like him to see this. I don't know if that's an issue of the offense itself. We'll see how that continues. And George Kittle, if you got him and you made it this far, obviously we had the injuries for him early in the year. Kittle faces the 24th-ranked defense of the Texans at tight end. George Kittle's definitely worth your play. Obviously, if you got him, you want him. You paid a heavy penny for him on your draft picks. Uh, going to receivers, so guys, and guys, there's there's no chart this week from uh, my normal tools with Roto Ballers. So we're going to go back to the old school method here. Uh, Green Bay's got a solid matchup against Minnesota. They're ranked 32nd in the league. Uh, Devontae Adam, obviously, if you've got him, he's always worth your play. However, there's no real distinction between MVS and and Alan Lazard as to who gets that top wide receiver two nod. Um, if you're trying to sort it out, it's going to be tough. Literally, they're both 17.3% rostered in the ESPN leagues. It's tough to really decipher who is that number two. So outside of Devontae Adams, I don't know if I'd really run through with either of these guys. The Miami Dolphins, the next team on this list, they have the 32nd wide receiver coverage rate against the Titans. Uh, Devonta Parker, a tough player to, to stick with here. We've seen this time in and time out. He goes 16.8 points against the Jets last week, and he goes a zero across the board against the uh, Saints 
last week. However, Jalen Waddle has been red hot. Um, Waddle's sitting here going 10 of 12, 92 yards, one touchdown, 25 points. Obviously a bit tougher to pick a number two out of Miami there. But uh, if you've got Waddle and you made it this far, and it seems that a lot of people have that in common with Jalen Waddle being a championship roster player. Obviously, you want to keep him in your lineups. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are your third best matchup this week. The Giants have been, or the Washington Redskins have been 30th against the receiver for the terms of fantasy. Devontae Smith has been a bit up and down. He's your 30th ranked uh, player. Last week, obviously, a 19-point performance in PPR leagues, but he did go a span of three games, including uh, with a buy mixed in, where he was below that 10-point threshold. Uh, the issue with Philly is you never know who's going to get the ball and when, and you never know if they're going to throw touchdowns or rush for touchdowns. I would be willing to avoid Philly receivers this week, just especially if you have better options. Obviously, if it's your best bet, they have a good matchup. It's worth the high profile but you probably didn't make it to a championship depending on Philly receivers. Um, the Buffalo Bills, they have the 29th ranked ranked quarterback help here. Uh, Stephon Diggs might not necessarily be the matchup. Diggs obviously coming up, coming off a big game against New England uh, unless they start forcing it. A.J. Terrell has been one of the best in the league at cover, and my guess is they're going to shadow Diggs with Terrell. That doesn't mean that Josh Allen's going to have a bad day, Cole Beasley uh, sees a rotating door of, of nickel cover in the slot. They have not been able to figure that out. I don't think Beasley's going to be punish, punished for the COVID issue. Um, I think that also means that Gabe Davis or Isaiah McKenzie, any of those guys who are getting outside routes that are not seeing A.J. Terrell are going to get targeted early and often. Allen's going to take advantage of that lack of coverage, whether it be digs out of the slot or however they have to, to free him. And they're really going to exploit a bad secondary. The Rams, they get the Ravens. The Ravens are 28th in the league. That means Cooper Cup, OBJ, Van Jefferson, orders fire them up. You got a good thing coming, and we really like where we're, where we're heading with that. Uh, on the other end, the Cowboys get the Cardinals. They're 27th in the league against the uh, wide receivers here. Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb should have higher upside here, hopefully, as we've seen some uh, some ugly games back-to-back, but worth taking your flyer. The Miami Dolphins are at 26 in the league. A.J. Brown firing up here. The Dolphins have a couple players on the COVID list. If they can't make it, Brown, who already had a massive game last week on Thursday night, comes in and is the immediate benefactor of that, uh, especially with Julio Jones missing. Nick Akine Westbrook just tested positive as well. Everything's going to go to A.J. Brown here. you got to fire it up. And New England also has a pretty good one here. New England is dealing with the Jags. They're 26th in the, or 25th in the league. Jacoby Meyer has been consistent. Kenny Bourne, uh, obviously last week, not as great. Coming back from COVID, he's been below. Kenny Bourne's been under 10 points the last three weeks. So take that with what it, what it is. Uh, Jacoby Meyer has really turned it up, and Nelson Aguilar is out with a concussion. So, a game where you should be able to see Mac Jones get his swagger back, that's where we got to look to. Houston has a good matchup as well. 24th ranked uh, wide receiver cover of the 49ers. Not necessarily telling you to go with Nico Collins, although he might be worth your play next year. Brandon Cook should be your guy here if you have him, if you were able to make it this far, especially with losing him last week to COVID. You want to fire that up as well. And the last one we'll really touch on, 
Carolina, you've got Darnold who should be coming back. you got to figure out how we're dealing with this. But DJ Moore should be worth firing up. Uh, Robbie Anderson might be worth it. He's had a couple. He's had 21, 9, and 10 the last three weeks. So he's finally producing at least at a regular rate. Uh, guys, it's been a fun season. We'll be back next week to discuss the week that was and discuss some daily fantasy events. We wanted to, from the bottom of our heart, wish you guys a very happy new year. Hopefully a safe, happy, healthy new year. And a better year than what 2021 brought most of us with COVID and whatnot. Uh, a big, big loss in the football family. We lost John Madden this week. And outside of the football family, we lost Betty White uh, a week before she turned 100. But guys... We can tell you one thing for 2022. We will still be here and we'll be back stronger than ever. We thank you guys for sticking with us for our first year of production. And hopefully we'll see you guys more in the future. Until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them, guys. Peace out.